Hey everyone, it's MJ and thank you for joining me. So, when was the last time you saw a beautiful production? Isn't it the most pleasurable thing? Then why do some people believe it doesn't belong in ministry? And why are some people struggling with technology being used in a church? Well, I think we may have those answers for you in this episode. Please join me and producer-director John Johnson as he breaks down why production and technology should be embraced in the ministry and much more. I guarantee you're really going to enjoy this one. So please stay tuned. Hey everyone, this is MJ. Thank you for joining me once again. I hope you are having a spectacular day today. I just want to take this time to say thank you to all of our listeners and subscribers and those of you who are new to the Change My Life family. Welcome. I hope that you would subscribe because there'll be many inspirational episodes that will be coming your way. And don't forget, you can stay connected with us on social media. We are on Facebook as well as Instagram at Change My Life Podcast. So thanks again for your love and support. Okay, I'm super excited about this episode today and my very special guest. He is a director, <laughs> producer, and a brother in Christ. And I love him because he is genuinely saved, even though he does all of this production work, all of this uh, entertainment. He loves God for real. None other than Brother John Johnson. Thank you for being here today. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, yes. And so what I love about him is he's so humble, very humble guy. And I love people like that. And I like that he does ministry in a unique way. And he has a different perspective. And so we're going to talk about that today. And my prayer is that when you hear this episode, after you hear this episode, that you will be encouraged if you are doing work in production or technology or in the arts, things of that nature, that you can use that for the glory of God. Don't ever think like, oh, well, that's not in the church, so I can't do that or whatever. You can use your ability, your skills, the things that God has given you for his glory. And that's been kind of the overall theme I've been doing this year, just doing kingdom work outside of the church walls. So Brother John, I'm glad he is here today to share with us. So let's jump into it. First, can you tell the people a little bit about your professional background and how you got into production? Okay, my name is John Johnson again. Thank you for having me on the, um, your platform today. I'm really going to enjoy what this conversation brings. Yes. Um, I actually am a producer, director, and I'm more so an entrepreneur, meaning that I want to grow. I want to see like progressiveness. Okay. I'm like Bob the Builder. So I'm always trying to do things to like help people, but more so as I've gotten older, I refined myself and I really want to build myself through the content, which is still going to like help people. So I can't, can't ever get away from helping people because we're in a world full of people. Yes. So um, what birthed this passion? I actually thought it was when I walked past my broadcasting room in high school, but it really wasn't. It's about the stories of my childhood, meaning like through television, like He-Man, like whatever, like all those cartoons, all of those movies, like Never End of Story, just so many great episodes of excellence in production and 
that's what it's all about storytelling because we mm. want to belong and like biblically speaking it's just like the bible is just full of stories so just tapping into that and like finding out that it was my gift meaning when i walked through um, my high school and saw that production room, it, it really called me and I didn't know why. Cause I actually wanted to be a physical therapist and a sports medicine. And I still like do that, but more so it's, it's all about storytelling because I am legend, you know, I'm a winner and I like to tell these stories to give people something more than just like something that's trending. You know, it, it has to have substance to it for me. I love that. I love that. And you know what? I totally agree because I feel like the best authors, the best preachers, the best actors are the ones who know how to tell stories that can really bring things to life. When you bring things to life, people are more engaged. They can connect and relate more when the story is told. Yes. Well, it's really tapping into the how we receive information. So we have like if once you start understanding the human mind, you can actually tap into that to help them to understand your articulation through the stories that you tell. So when you start seeing like television shows and you're talking to the characters or you're yelling at the game, that's excellent production. You know, that's like they're giving you like a great skill set and you think that you're there, but you're not. So it's like a surreality that you can only get as you develop the experience and understand that we are learned creatures. That's awesome. That that oh, Very, very good. So, well, let me ask you this then. How can production or film how can that be used for ministry? Because some people say, well, that's a video game or that's, you know, that's out there. That's that's Hollywood. How can we use that to minister to people? Well, because production can reach where we can't reach as individuals because it's a team effort. And um, the Bible teaches us if you want to learn in a multitude of counsel, there is safety. So. When you have these brilliant minds coming together, like normally people skip the credits, but you should actually look because you're going to see things that you've never seen. And um, the people who are in production, they watch the credits so that they can see who do they want on their team. So production goes through these phases. You have pre-production. That's the idea. And how can I tell this idea? Getting the vision written together so that everybody on the team can do it. Like the Super Bowl um, two years ago, it was about 600 people on a halftime show. Wow. It's like it could have <laughs> even been more than that. But all of those people to come together to give you an excellent experience. And it was successful. And pre-production, the plan. Production is implementing the plan, meaning that it's, it's written out. And now it's time to execute. We did our storyboards. We did our script. We did our high. All of these things are in place so that we can execute what's documented because a proper plan prevents piss poor performance. And if we refine ourselves and go through this process, we can understand um, better. So that's why I love being around production people, because they don't think as individuals. So pre-production, production, actually putting the idea into place. Post-production. Post-production is like the icing on the cake and taking all of the pieces of the puzzle 
meaning the plan and making it better. And I really love post-production. That's like my specialty. Um, then the final phase is the publication. And normally people don't even include that in production, but publication is like, are the people going to laugh? Are the people going to be happy? Are the people going to connect with the characters? Are the people going to do this, this or that? And that publication will tell you if your show is going to go to the next season, if your show is going to be canceled. So it's very important to make sure that um, you do your due diligence and study um, what you need to do. So, yes, uh, ministry is very important. And a lot of churches, smaller churches are missing the importance of how effective production can be because it's tangible to the world and we cannot isolate ourselves. Man, the way you broke that down, I, you wouldn't even think all of the work that has to go into just doing a nice production. Yeah. It's so much. You know, the things that you said is like, whoa, all of those things. Because we look at and we clap like, oh, that was nice. But all of the work that goes into it. Absolutely. It's a lot of work. I did. Um, I got a music video coming out for my film and just that segment, three minute video, it took like maybe I put about three weeks on it, like just editing. And it wasn't like just like 10 minutes at a time. I could spend hours doing this stuff. And that's the time that it takes for, you know, um, something that's memorable, you know, Wow. You want to be memorable. You want people to retain this information or recall so that they can actually opt into what you are showing them. Yes. Yes. So awesome. I've been to churches, you know, some of these mega churches, they, they have, you know, their media team, they have their music team, they have all of these things and they really do have to prepare. I know one church was saying, oh, we've been here since 5 a.m. in the morning. Like what? Yeah, so it takes a lot of sacrifice, a lot of time to really put forth a, a very beautiful production. And you could do that for God's glory. So let me let me ask you. Well, let me say this. OK, it's, it's not sacrifice when you want to do it. You know, so That's it's true. about willing workers, you know. So if it's not your thing, then you should find another job. <laughs> OK, that's for very real. true. I'm just saying, <laughs> why, why don't you want to be happy? You know, so yes, it shouldn't be a sacrifice. It's a push. Yes. It's a grind, mm -hmm. but it shouldn't like hurt you. It shouldn't be like, oh, I got to do this. Like a chore. It yeah, right. it shouldn't be like that because it's no excellence in that. It's no mm. growth in that. Come on. There's no glory in that. You preaching. Come no, on. Here. No. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay. So why do you think some people, like I said, they don't like all of that? They feel like... That has no place in the church. Why do you think some people struggle with production in the church? Well, I think that um, they think as individuals and that's ungodly. You know, I think that it's ungodly because um, God has a lot of people in this world you know, mm -hmm. and people need to be reached beyond your perspective. That's why we have different mindsets. That's why we have different personalities. Just imagine if everybody was like you, everybody was like me, how will we get our roads? How will we get our canned food? How will we get our to toilet paper? So it's like, um, we need the diversity of people in the world to make the world go around. Of course, God is holding the world up, but he's given us people to like process things. And, when you accept production or just like 
it's really solicitation. It's a form of communication. So do we want and this is going into uh, technology as well. Do we still want to send messages with a pigeon? You know, do you still want to re- be beeping, you know, a pager? Do you still want to be on an eight track? It's about progression. So having that that visual display shows future and it shows mm. relevance to growth. Yes. Yes. It's like we're moving up. Mm-hmm. We can't just like we can't stay the same. That's not God. It's it's so true. Um, I think people think God is stuck. He's so not stuck. <laughs> He's not not stuck like we're stuck and we think God don't like that. God wouldn't want that. Like, no. Yeah. And this is like this might not be a good example. Every time I think about things like this, I think about the old cartoon with I think it was an ostrich. It was a hole in the ground and the ostrich would just put his head in the hole, but his body was still exposed. Mm -hmm. That People still see you standing there going nowhere. Mm. But in your own mind. You think that you're safe. You think that you are progressive, but you're really not. You're just standing still. So um, I'm against that. Yeah. Because yeah, that's too. not growth. That's it's, not growth. It's not. It's not. So I know um, out, you, you do a lot of production work, and I know that at your church you do media work. Um, and the pandemic really pushed a lot of churches to go that route because they had to because, you know, we weren't in the church walls. We had to stream and do things of that nature. However, some churches were struggling with technology in the church. Because again, they were like, you know, this ain't godly. And well, why should we stream? And no, come out here. So what do you, what are your thoughts? Why do you think it's important for churches to embrace technology? Because technology really isn't going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. I think it's here to stay. Yeah, technology is God, liturgy, of course. And I think that um, technology, I actually know that technology is future. It's the invisible. So when you, it's it's like really alluring to like see what we can do as humans, but everything was already done. Like the book of life was already written in the beginning. Yes. So it's done. So the only way to see more of the invisible is to tap into the creativeness of the human mind with the things that we can create, which is technology, the advancement of mankind, the furthering. So the more that we have like microscopes, telescopes, all of these things, like just even the GPS system, it shows us like growth. It shows us the invisible God. You know, and all of these things are nothing to him, of course, you know, but it captivates us and it keeps us going forward and it keeps us wanting more. So I think that um, it's very important. And I am like happy that that happened, like the process of like the pandemic, because it was sad. Like a lot of churches were are just like isolated and stagnant, you know, and not pushing forward. So. Um, think about the disciples and when God said, preach the gospel to the whole world, do this, do that, do this. But they just like, I'm making a long story short, they stayed together and they were just like in one huddle. But God gave them a whooping and he sent that persecution. <laughs> and guess what? They spread the gospel everywhere they went. So now it's choice because the world is full of choices. We are in direct competition with 
social media. It's like so much competition and we become invisible if we do not like actually tap in to these platforms and showcase what we are and who we are. And people need a message because it's just like a lot of bad content out there that's being digested. And we really want to be there. It should be like what is really separating us, who we are. And if you have a billboard in the middle of the desert, who will ever drive past it? So you have to be visible and God made it visible. Now people have choice. Now people have to step up their game. Yeah. Have to step up their game. Yes. I think technology really has been a blessing because if you decide to do a ministry, you can really spread that ministry now on YouTube, on social media, on podcasting. Like technology is a blessing because you can really get your message out. The beautiful thing about technology is that it eliminates the middleman. So now you can be from you can be on the bottom and go to the top instantly because of the desire or the consumption or the ingestion of media. People want something to do. People are living their lives looking at other people. So you need to be in front of that and take advantage of that to get your message out there. Amen you have to, to have that. a message out there. And if not, and I like how that just came out to get your message out there. And with that messaging, you have to be direct and you have to be consistent and diligent with consistency because you never heard a commercial once. They know better than just to show you a commercial once. They repeat it over and over and over and over and over again, and it becomes repetition. And then you opt in and buy. We have to sell. And a lot of churches are not doing that. Now they're forced to do it because they might be losing members. Their doors are empty. It's like you just in there preaching to yourself. It's like, what's the point of that? You know, you got to have at least one person in there. Yes. You know? Yes. So oh, uh, that was well said. Well, well said. I, you know, everybody is not, you know, against technology. Some people really jumped on it. You know, you have your... um People like Pure Flix, you know, The Chosen, you have all of these different, um, I don't know what you would call that. What would you call that? You know, the different shows and everything yeah. that really like jumped on board with it. And I'm glad because that is a wonderful way to minister to people through film, through production, all of that. But let me ask you this. Do you feel that Christians can really have secular success? In the film production industry, because, you know, I feel they could, but I think it's important for Christians, people who really say they are saved, to not compromise their salvation for some fame, for a little bit of money. And there's a lot of people who they're so thirsty for it that they will compromise. Now, I'm totally against that. I don't feel you should compromise, but I feel that. I feel that you can have secular success in that industry. You would just have to be firm on your belief. Um, but let me hear your thoughts on that. Uh, I do want to go back to um, that previous question real quick, okay. just to like um, un have a, a better understanding of why some people might not like 
embrace technology because and technology is very intimidating too. Mm. So some people don't want to learn new because they're so set in their way and they're like at the top of their game. But once you get this new stuff, it's like you got to start all over. Exactly. And you are nobody. You're not the master anymore. You can't walk and you got to kind of like you can't just shine. So that's another reason, too. So just to get people to benefit of the doubt, because everybody is not totally against it. Now, yes. um, going back to this question. OK, so. Like secular, I don't like that term. It's like a derogatory term to me because like. God can do anything. And if he can use a stick, if he can use a donkey, if he can use um, like just making anything out of nothing. Just think about that. Come on. And admire his work at the end of his work. And we try to cap God and we we try to ostracize people through Christ, you know, with words or how they feel. It's just like, that's ungodly. So I'm totally against that. And I I do believe that, like you were saying, it's entertainment. It's not just soliciting your assets, you know, or something that's derogatory or just something to like get a click. It's it's everything. Think about uh, Mel Gibson's movie, The Passion of Christ. That movie made so much money. Yeah, He said he had trucks of money, just like trucks and trucks of money. And it was so powerful. It like, was. It was like devastating. It's like, I, I can't even watch that movie again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so powerful. One time, it's all that it took. It just, it was so painful to watch it. But that was excellence in production that just a normal person can't just put that that story together and make you feel that. And one of the most painful parts of the story that I can recall is when um, a pilot told he he flipped his finger around like so Christ was getting beat on his back and he told him to flip him over and they beat him on the front. Just imagine that. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like. You can tell the story, but visually showing it like a picture says a thousand words, but the video tells the reality or the surreality of what you're trying to um, present. So it's very powerful. So I do believe that um, God can bless um, your work because he gave you a gift and he's not capped to our words or our limitations. So. Of course he can't. And it's just like so many forms of entertainment. You know, we might automatically think that it's negative, but it's not. You know, you got the news, you have PBS, you have just tons and tons of outlets. And um, here's a here's a story. Here's a story real quick. So I was doing entertainment. You know, I, I got my salvation and I went to uh, a Lecrae concert. You know, I was hired to do some work. So I was like backstage with my camera doing all of this stuff. And like. I was kind of against that, you know, because I didn't have proper understanding. So I stood on the stage and I had my camera out and God showed me that he's going to use him. So God can use anybody on Mm. any platform doing what they do to bring himself glory because the word never comes back void. And that's one of the most important things with the messaging. And I'm not saying that every production or every form of entertainment is going to be holy and all of that, but it's just a reflection of people and Christ is here to save people. So entertainment needs to be entertaining for engagement. Do you want to hear a boring message? (laughs) If there's a preacher up there, that dude's just putting you to sleep. 
you ain't getting nothing out of that. You're going to try to stay up, but you're not retaining that. You're going to be thinking about other things. So um, I'm not a, I'm not against it. Of course, it depends on what it is, like explicit stuff like that. You shouldn't be doing that. But if you do, I'm just going to blame it on your ignorance because he that knoweth to do good and do it not to him in his sin. So it's like being uneducated and then you are enlightened, you know, so you shouldn't do anything that's going to cross your conscious. That was powerful, Brother John. Okay. That was powerful. That was so good. So, and and I totally agree with that. Um, The Lord, I just feel like all throughout the Bible, he did so many productions. Absolutely. <laughs> with his miracles, with his wonders and signs. So it's nothing like new. I don't know why, you know, people are so stuck now. So let me ask you this. What are your thoughts on Jesus doing ministry outside of the church? Because when Jesus was on the earth, he was outside. He was doing kingdom business outside of the church. And I feel like more Christians need to tap into that. Not not shading, not saying, oh, don't do ministry inside the church, because, of course, that is always appropriate. It's always needed. But I think more of us need to get outside and do more production, do more things outside the church, like what you're doing, plays, films, writing books, uh, you know, serving the needy, those kind of things. So what are your thoughts on Jesus, the son of God, doing ministry outside of the church? Well, outside is uh, enlightening or bringing. So you go out to bring them in. And you have to show them you, mm. meaning being genuine. You know, people are not stupid. We're little gods walking the earth, okay? He made us in his image and his likeness. So people can detect or sense if you're fake, phony, or whatever. And that's not the point of what I'm saying. I'm saying the enlightening. You know, the Bible talks about he that went in souls is wise. So you have to be out. Yes. Christ was out. A lot of his stories was out. But once he came into the church, it was about refining. Mm. He was doing a lot of rebuking inside the church. And he said, judgment will start in my house. Okay. Not outside of my house. He want people to come in, come and sup and dine with me. He wants you to come in, but we stay in. And this, that's when we get stuck because we're only looking at ourselves and we forget our mission to bring people in. It says 5,000 were added to the church daily as it should be. So if we are just stuck in our walls, in our um, bogus, biased little perspectives of us in these four walls, we are stunted and we're unprofitable servants. So we have to walk. He that is in Christ called himself so to walk even as he walked. And he was out and about and he was shining his light of enlightenment to bring us in to him so that we can win because he had mansions for us. And I want my mansion. <laughs> I do saying. too. I'm just saying. <laughs> I do too. Oh my goodness. This has been so awesome. I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing. This content has been just amazing. Brother John, like I said, he is a producer and director, and he has a very wonderful project coming out. So I would like for you to tell the listeners about that, as well as what are some of your current goals right now and um, the work that you do? 
I actually had to take notes because I'm doing so much. And uh, sometimes I might forget because I am a public servant and sometimes you forget about yourself. So like, mm. I'm in the process of refining me for me because I want to see what I can do. It's no limits to what you can do because our mind is a supercomputer that cannot be duplicated. They're trying to do that, but they will not be able to because we are gods down here. OK, so one of the uh, some of the things I, I want to like my current goals, and I'm trying to expedite this process. I got five. I want to do five network shows. So I'm working on shows. So I got two cooking shows There's actually three, but two that I'm going to focus on. OK, and I got three drama series that I want to produce and get Come out on. there and two reality series, one that I'm actually like filming right now. And it's just like it's some other stuff that I'm doing for myself, too, as far as like my own personal outlets. But um, that's like my professional goal. I want people to see these contents because people deserve more. You know, mm. people deserve more. That's good. So going into the film that I'm currently working on and it's like, man, I'm just going to call it my masterpiece. You know, sometimes you might as a creative, I'm speaking to all the creatives out there. You might think that you're crazy, but you're really not. You just don't understand how you process information. You have a spherical mind, okay? Meaning you're more like God. So people don't know where you're going, where you're coming from because you're a sphere. You're a, a, a sphere that's moving, okay? And it can go in any direction. But to refine that direction, you have to have your plan, which is your pre-production. And then you can roll the way that you want, but people still don't know where you're going. So it's a beautiful thing. So I'm refining that um that's fear by doing this film and it's it's a very powerful piece and uh here's a line that i will give you it's called a log line a log line is a one-liner description of your film okay and the film is a crime scene investigation led by civilians so it's very interesting. And that's all that I can really say. And we're going to be dropping it, hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. Yes, yes. This month, because the movie is called Seventh Law. Okay, so I'm, I want it to be out this month, the seventh. And we've been, I've been working on this for about like eight to 10 years. And it's just been in my downtime. So it's a lot of excellence in this project. And it's a lot of collaboration. And it's a lot of growth in this project and i'm so excited to share the story of our perspective i am so excited for you i i pray that it's a great success i pray that it, it goes just way beyond your expectations that is amazing and congratulations to you thank you thank you yes 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 so i will have brother john's information in the show notes so you can check him out is that okay that's fine so your, your, your Facebook, your Instagram, so you can go follow him. And don't forget, you can stay connected with us on social media. We're on Facebook as well as Instagram at Change My Life Podcast. Wow. Who knew ministering through film and production would change my life? <laughs>